Hi, I'm Chanel and this is Sales Strategy Monday with me, Chanel. Today we're gonna to talk about time management tips and tools to overcome work-life overwhelm. Stay organized and optimize your efforts because wearing all the hats of a mom and small business owner can feel like a lot. And as I have not perfected the work mom life juggle, mostly because life is constantly shifting, evolving, throwing us curveballs, and I don't have a traditional nine to five schedule to fall back on, I'm dedicated to the process and dedicated to being kind to myself in the process. So above all else, give yourself grace. I'm going to give you some tips, but above all else, give yourself grace. Have patience with the process and your people involved and be dedicated to making it all work. Okay, let's get started. One, block scheduling. Block scheduling has been a really interesting and fun thing to implement when I don't have a babysitter and I need to get some extra work done with the kids running around me. Um, I'll address block scheduling method with kids around first and then how I use block scheduling when I'm working in peace. Now what I've identified with my kids is that they really enjoy just like free play right after breakfast. They play outside, they do their own thing, and then they want some mom attention. After about 45 minutes, to an hour of this free play. So I've created this fairly consistent routine in my home that my two to three time a week sitter follows as well. And in this routine, lunch happens every day about 11 a.m., give or take 15 to 30 minutes, depending on life happenings. So knowing these things about my kids and our schedule, when I need to work with my children running around, I create a block schedule that sets up free play for right after breakfast, where they play outside, they play with their toys, color, read books, whatever. And and I work during that time. Then I stop what I'm doing after about 50 minutes of, of them doing free play. I stop my work. And then the next block after I've stopped my work is 45 minutes to an hour to where I give my kiddos complete uninterrupted attention to color with them, play with kinetic sand, do a puzzle, practice a skill, or learn something new. Then I tell them I'm gonna work for a bit until lunch and I work for a bit until I need to start prepping lunch. After lunch, I may catch up on a little more work or do some more play time with them. And then at nap time or quiet time, um, just depending. My daughter does both right now. During that time, I'll finish off what I need to do if I need to do more. And what I've noticed is that planning like this, when I do need to work with the kids around, reduces my mom guilt. <laughs> like I said, it gives them more grace and it reduces my mom guilt and they know what to expect. And because my mom guilt is released and my kids know what to expect, this increases my personal work focus. I don't feel like I'm neglecting my kids or neglecting my work. In fact, it's the complete opposite. I'm right there with my kids. And if they need me, I can, I can help. With that said, there's also boundaries set. So they know you and mommy are going to play in just a little bit. And when we do play, I'm going to give you a hundred percent of my time. And I'm gonna give them 100% of my time during that 45 minute to hour block, which takes dedication too, to not reply to text messages or calls during that time unless it's totally urgent. Now, when it comes to juggling different aspects of work when my kids are with daddy or with the sitter, I use block scheduling and also something that can be referred to as like the Palmadero method. They're really similar styles of productivity and they both entail scheduling time for a particular task to get done. Whether it's emails, social media engagement, phone calls that need to be made, or prospecting, whatever it may be, I'll set a timer and I'll dedicate myself to that one activity for that designated period of time. And this is kind of a fun fact. So studies show us that the average person works best in 52 minute states of flow. 
followed by a five minute break. So I try and be conscious of that when working on a task to not over fatigue my mind, but rather I set a 52 minute timer so that I can stay sharp, energetic, and on top of that one particular task for 52 minutes. And I do this especially with like daunting tasks. I make sure to set a timer because if there's something that I really, really don't want to do, it's so easy to get distracted. And so I'll set a timer and when that timer is up, I'll kind of reward myself with a more enjoyable task. Again though, if I only have two hours to power through something, that shifts the dynamic and I will put my head down on that one task for two hours. The power in setting a timer though is, okay, I'm gonna dedicate this much time to this task and not stop and check social or answer that text message unless it's urgent. I'm going to wait until this time period is up so I can optimize my time and my focus because I have another time slot for checking social or emails coming up and I have a break coming up to where I can plan the details of the upcoming play date for my kids. I can eat a snack or whatever it may be when I get my five minute break. This one thing block scheduling has done wonders for my productivity and just balancing the juggling act of it all. And I encourage you to of course work to be flexible always while also being dedicated to the process and the rules that you've outlined for your schedule. Discipline equals freedom. I try and remind myself that all the time. Discipline equals freedom, long-term freedom. And with that said, flexibility is key to a peaceful, happy, productive mind. Two, plan the night before. There is so much brain leverage in planning your next day the night before so that you can wake up with purpose and then wake up and just like execute. Wake up, drink your morning drink while you review your list and then get started. Planning the night before makes it so that you don't have to think in the morning. You're already game plan ready and you can execute. Especially if you have young kids, I highly recommend to wake up before your children so that you have some mental peace before you start your day. Like drink your morning water, your caffeine, review your list, and prepare for the day in a quiet mental state. I am a huge fan of a process in a book called Miracle Mornings. If you are looking to optimize your life and your days, it's a book that was a total game changer for me. Miracle Mornings by Hal Elrod, I do recommend it. Number three, delegate to elevate your business. This may not be the time in your business to delegate tasks out, but if your business is making decent money and you're drowning in all the tasks of marketing, creation, lead generation, et cetera, follow-up, hire someone. It will, I repeat, it will elevate your business. If you hire and teach the right people, you will make more money in your business, paying for and paying beyond your employee. The fact is, if you're spread too thin, no aspect of your business or life will be taken care of properly, including self-care, which is wildly important as a business owner because you are your business, you are your brand. So do some research, hire and then train the right person. And when you do, when you delegate, you will elevate your life and your business. I've seen it happen too many times to know that this is an absolute truth. Delegation for me also means that I have a sitter six to nine hours a week, depending on the week. And I delegate home tasks out to my husband as well. I'll mention that finding a healthy balance in my home is constantly evolving and takes constant communication between me and my husband to ensure that we're always on the same page and that everybody's needs are taken care of, everybody's needs are met, including the kids. And we recognize that we are a team in this and that teamwork 
looks different for everybody. It looks different for every family dynamic. So you really got to connect and communicate with your partner regularly so that you, everybody in the family can thrive in the home front. So you both can better manage and thrive together and in the work front as well. It's not always easy. <laughs> I will say that, but taking time to regularly listen and communicate with each other has become a top priority for me and my husband so that we can better delegate to each other and others in our business and our lives to better elevate our lives. Speaking of delegation, I hope that you have a CRM system, a customer relations management system, aka a system that empowers you to effectively, effectively stay on top of your relation, your relationships that you have with your prospects. This is how you keep effectively on top of your pipeline. If you are in a direct sales business, whether it's business to business, MLM, real estate, door to door, business to consumer, any model that requires follow-up and rapport building, which most small businesses and sales positions do, having a CRM system is going to simplify your life and it's going to elevate your business. Studies show us that only 20% of leads will buy or even answer their phone on the first call. And that on average, it takes five contacts before the close of a sale. And if you're calling leads from a lead generation company, it often takes five to nine phone calls before you even talk to the lead. Now with all that in mind, studies also show us that the average salesperson only calls leads one time. The average salesperson does not follow up. Now, maybe it's from fear from calling the leads again, that could be it, but I think a lot of the problem lies in not having effective systems to help keep track of who's been contacted, how many times they've been called, who answered, who bought product, who may need to be buying product again soon, who haven't you contacted in six months, etc. And a quality CRM system will help you keep on top of those little details. There are paid CRMs, or you can create a simple system in Excel. I used an Excel system for a couple of years. You can totally use just a simple Excel system. Nowadays, I really like the program Streak. It's exclusively for Gmail, so if you don't have Gmail, that may not be a good fit. But I've also used HubSpot and Zoho, and I will link all of those below for you to check out. Now, Zoho and HubSpot, I believe, have free options. A lot of CRMs have free options, and they also have paid options. So research and play with a few of these to see what works best for you and your business model. In either regard, you need a customer management system. <laughs> with all the things in your life, this will be one less thing that you have to think about, and it is a wildly important component to your business that you don't want slipping through your fingers. So get or create a customer relations management system. Lastly, five, say no to things that are not in alignment with your goals, which also includes being selfish with mental time too aka scrolling on Instagram without intention or Facebook or whatever it may be. Now don't get me wrong, a good scroll, like a thoughtless scroll is so nice sometimes. It's just like this brain relief. But if you went in, if you open an app with the intention to network or simply post and engage, and you have since gone down a rabbit hole of dance videos, you got to work to be more conscious of your efforts, including you know, setting a timer if you need to, so you don't accidentally get carried away too long on those dance videos when that was not your initial intention. In other regards to saying no and using your time wisely, again, you're a woman juggling lots of things, wearing lots of hats, and with the ability to make your own schedule and control your time, 
you got to be your own boss and manage your schedule well, which includes saying no to things that are not in alignment with your vision or goals. No, I can't make that casserole and I can't make that event or whatever it may be. Now, it's important to me personally to check all the boxes in my life. So you got to figure out what works best for you and for what your goals are for the woman and the business owner that you want to be. If you've missed a whole bunch of baseball games already and you don't want to miss another, tell your client or your work obligation, you can't make it. You have that power. If you haven't seen your friends in a while and you know you should be supporting a friend during this time, you have control of your schedule. Carve out time to make that happen. With that said, Maybe lunch with friends three times a week isn't in alignment with your goals, so maybe you should cut back on that a bit. Take time to reflect on your goals when you're making plans during the week, schedule events, scheduling work meetings, etc. Not being afraid to say no to things that are not in alignment with your goals, and also not being afraid to make room for things that are in alignment with your goals. Your family, your friends, and your clients will respect your boundaries, and you will reach your personal goals when you stick to your boundaries while being dedicated to the process. You will reach your goals much faster and much happier. You'll be a happier person when you do. If you stay dedicated and have grace, you will be the woman and business owner you daily strive to be. All right, what are your favorite time management hacks? Drop them below. Or if you're listening to this training on podcasts, connect with me on Instagram or on the blog post related to this episode. If you haven't gotten my free course, Crush Yo Sales Goals, a crash course for women in business and direct sales, go grab it. The link is below. And remember, you're capable, you are amazing, and you're strong. No dream or goal is too big or too silly, whatever that dream or goal may be. And the time is now.